Hello and welcome to the Tomato Tomato Podcast. It's a podcast about movies and how they're reviewed and a lot on the internet to be mad about. I'm Jenna, one of your usual co-hosts, and joining me as always is... The other usual co-host, Chris. Yes. So, we were going to do a full episode, but fuck you, Netflix, for showing that Ocean's Eleven was in your library, and now it's not the week that Ocean's Eight comes out. That makes well, absolutely no like, sense to not me. not like it's part of a franchise that people would want to rewatch and not have to pay three ninety nine for to rent off of iTunes, but it's you know. Just, it's just so weird that they wouldn't renew the, the contract or whatever for the original Ocean's. Yeah. Just like another month or two. Well, so the weird thing is, is I looked at it further and it was, it, it came out on Netflix in like January. It left Netflix in May. And for some reason, when I looked for the page, like the Netflix splash page for Ocean's Eleven last, or like on Monday, it still showed up. And then when I went to it today or yesterday, it was like, fuck you, you can't play this because we don't have it on the library. And I'm like, why? It's not oh, like, that's like that stuff always bothers me. I get that like it's kind of every company out for themselves, but it's like you're yeah. screwing yourself over if you're not putting out content that you know is going to be topically relevant that people are going to actually want to watch. Because there would be a lot of people who would be like, hey, I've never seen the other Oceans movies. I'm going to watch them. And by other people, I mean myself. And I'm not about to go out and actually pay to watch it. I don't need to pay to see George Clooney play himself for two hours. I found like a Put Locker link and I watched like five minutes of it as I was trying to work. And I was like, this is too much like white men talking. What are you talking about? We only watch movies legally, NSA, FBI. I don't care. No, I, I, I just was like, maybe I can watch this, you know, while I'm working. And then I watch it and I'm like, dear God, no, this is just too many white men trying to like out charm each other. Like, I get it. Brad Pitt eats in every scene he's in the movie. whoop de fucking do <laughs> He does. That's kind of amazing. <laughs> Apparently, that, that's like the one piece of trivia I, I retained from that movie. Nice. Yeah, I, we, we will revisit it someday. We, we will probably just talk about Ocean's 8 because obviously that's far superior. But yeah, so instead, we're just kind of doing a roundup of the movie news that has come out in recent weeks. Um, I don't know where to start. You have a rant prepared, so you can go ahead. I and do. Play. So uh, I logged on to Twitter this morning, which means just opening my phone and scrolling. And I came across a tweet from Rotten Tomatoes, the official Rotten Tomatoes account. And it was one of those, another situation of, we're revealing the tomato meter for a movie. And I have a lot to pick apart from this tweet, which I'm now going to send you. Because there is a lot in general that I don't know how to process it all. So it's for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. The At the time, this was tweeted June 5th, 4.33 p.m. Uh, and at the time, it had a 70% uh, tomato meter, and they said it was hashtag fresh, uh, and it was presented by M&M's Chocolate. That's and the main takeaway. So from I, I'm not even done yet. There's so much more to digest from this. Well, so read the tweet verbatim and then pick it apart. So the tweet says, early reviews for Jurassic World hashtag Fallen Kingdom are in. Currently, it's hashtag fresh at 70% on the hashtag tomato meter with 20 reviews presented by at M&M's chocolate. And there's, so let me, 
Uh, okay, so there's a GIF video thing with it that says uh, the tomato meter is 70% as of 6518 with 20 reviews. So people aren't going to pay attention to that little footnote in the fucking GIF saying it's with 20 reviews as of this date. So then there's a lot here that prompted me to go deep diving. So then I go back to the Rotten Tomatoes page for Fallen Kingdom. It is currently at 67% with 63 reviews so in that short time it's got way more reviews 42 fresh 21 rotten reviews and in the little tomato meter box that has all the information it says presented by skittles not <laughs> m&ms so that prompted me no, I, so this okay. prompted me to go it's like wait but why is the tweet promoted by m&ms and it's like i thought they were two different companies and you know what i was right m&ms is that goddamn Mars candy and Skittles belongs to Wrigley. <laughs> Both of these candy companies have two different fucking promotions for this movie. Why? I don't fucking know. I don't understand it. I had to turn on or turn off my ad blocker to view this bullshit just so I wasn't going crazy. <laughs> like, I, I don't get why the tomato meter on here is presented by Skittles and the tweet is promoted. Like, there are fucking lawyers and ad execs who had to hash this shit out. It's so stupid. Why? Presented by M&M's tomato meter. I, it's just... Uh, and the reviews for Jurassic World are like, okay, to it's it's fine. Dude, it's, it's, it's so entertaining. Effect, basically. What? Like, like the the general consensus I've seen from people who haven't even seen it yet is just kind of like it's soulless and yeah. a movie. What would you expect? Yeah. But, but yeah, we we can we can like cross the Jurassic World bridge later. When I just had to pick apart yeah. that tweet just, and the whole promotion thing, it's I just, just love that you're like, what the fuck, Skittles and M and M's? Is this like the super group of candy promotions or what? And I wasn't the only one who noticed this because on Twitter, people were like, did they drop in M&M's for Skittles? What's going on? Like, there's some goddamn candy conspiracy. <laughs> I'm, I'm making that a t-shirt when we open our Redbubble store. It's, a, god, it's a goddamn candy conspiracy. <laughs> well, absolutely. Be a I just... I was so endlessly confused. When and you told me you had a rant prepared, I never in a million years would have imagined it being that. Candy and dinosaurs. I'm delighted. But yeah, I I just have a lot of issues with the whole reveal thing to begin with. And it's then... Like, yeah. yeah. And then the fact that this whole reveal is sponsored... Yeah. That just takes away so it. much... <sighs> Not, uh, credibility isn't the word I'm looking for. You're you you know words. What's the <laughs> word I'm looking for? I don't know words today. Like weight, credibility, yeah. like you know significance. Like it it takes away the integrity. That's the word. The integrity of the tomato meter by yeah. being sponsored by so and so. Ugh, I hate film Twitter. Even then, the integrity of the tomato meter is kind of in flux. Exactly. Anyway, but and, and, and they're not going to do an updated version of this tweet to reflect the new tomato meter. No, absolutely not. I mean, like, they might do one later that's like, it's certified fresh, but until then, no. And, like, you have to, it, it'll take a long while to get to 
certified fresh and all of that. Yeah. But yeah. Because all we care about is the initial first day when there's only like six reviews. When like the what the couple of people whose editors were like, please get a Jurassic World review out ASAP. Yeah. Like just decided to publish them that day. Like, yeah. Uh, okay. That's my rant. On that note, that was not how I expected to start this episode, and now I'm trying to think of a good way to go from there. If I go into my rant, it will get very sad very quickly, so I would rather touch on other things. Um, there have been a lot of new trailers. God, there there are at least three new ones today. No Aquaman. That is soon-ish. Um, but I'm also happy because there's such a deluge of trailers in the last few days that I I cannot possibly keep up with all of them. Yeah, it would just kind of add to the white noise if it, if it came out this week. So I get it coming out next week. I'm still laughing at the fact that, like, oh, the big Warner Brothers movie that finally gets Aquaman is Tag. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was the movie that they're like, we need to put the trailer in front of this movie. That is going to be tied to this release. Like, okay, like, yeah. like, I'm on the Rotten Tomatoes Twitter page right now, and the first uh, three, four tweets are new trailers uh-huh. that just came out. So we have How to Train Your Dragon, yeah, Secrets Will Surface, uh, Girl in the Spider's Web, oh, yeah, and then yeah. earlier, yesterday was Star is Born. It's like there's so many in this short amount of time, I don't know why all well, these studios decided. Yeah. Yesterday was A Star is Born, Spider-Verse, which, shout out to that movie. I am more excited for that movie than, like, any other, (laughs) like, I don't know. Other than Aquaman, maybe, but even then, we haven't really seen footage. But I'm like, I give such a shit about Into the Spider-Verse now. I am so happy that this movie is existing. And that Spider-Gwen is perfect like that 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 yeah. that like screen cap of her making her entrance is just like iconic like that's like a tumblr aesthetic is brought to life like it's so perfect but yeah there's so many fucking trailers there's like and, then, for, and now there's a, a new little teaser thing for a trailer for the new halloween movie the trailer's out friday oh yeah i don't give a shit <laughs> I'm just, people do. you're you're just not those people I'm just not those people. No. Um, but, you know, like, I, I get it. I get having this many trailers out now. And, like, I was telling you earlier this week, it's kind of the main spot to do that until, like, San Diego comes out, like, like comes around. So it makes sense. But it is kind of crazy waking up and it's like, oh, there's five new trailers to deal with today. Yeah. Like, uh, we had other ones. We had Mortal Engines, Bumblebee, oh, the Lego Movie Two, uh, so many uh, uh, widows. Uh, there were there's at least a couple. Oh, Ralph breaks the internet. Yeah. Uh, like, are there any of those? What? White Boy Rick is apparently a movie. Never heard of it. Does not. It stars not. Matthew McConaughey. Okay, that just sounds like a like Rick and Morty fan fiction. There's so, and then, oh, that's for a TV show, but like, er, there's just so many. Yeah. I don't know why. (laughs) It's so stupid, and like you were saying, it's all going to get lost in the noise because there's at least three a day. Yeah. Unless you're a big franchise or something really memorable, you're going to get forgotten. 
Yeah, it's kind of like there's something for everybody this week in terms of trailer releases. It's like, yeah. oh, you don't care a whole lot about this one trailer? Doesn't matter, because in like 12 hours, there will be another trailer exactly. that is relevant to your interests and stuff. I, I'm genuinely shocked that like I genuinely want to watch Bumblebee. You beforehand, you not you could you had to have paid me to sit and watch a Transformers movie. Like I would not do that voluntarily. But then this movie and the aesthetic that it has, and like the whole kind of eighty Spielberg of it all, I'm just like fuck yes. Yeah, same. I've only seen two and a half Transformers. I saw the first one on TV. I saw the third one in theaters. And I caught some of another one on TV. It was most, mostly background noise. Mm-hmm. I didn't give a shit then. Transformers is one of those franchises where I was kind of too young to kind of catch the original stuff uh, yeah. at its height. And I just I haven't bothered to really go into it more. Uh, but this new one, it it's very much uh, Herbie meets Iron Giant. Meets Shape of Water. water. Yeah, I, there was a moment in that trailer. I was like, "Is she gonna fuck Bumblebee?" If she fucks the car. This movie is gonna be a completely different thing. Like, there's gonna be so much discourse around this movie. This is like millennial Transformers. Well, it's not. I mean, like, it is, but it's also like nostalgic Transformers. Like, so many people have been like, "This is what I'm used to." Like the the, the other villain Transformer that's in the trailer, like, Starscream. Yeah, like he actually looks the way that he's supposed to look in like the cartoons and in the old toys and shit. Whereas in the movies, he just looks like this like big, like metal piece of shit, basically. Yeah. And but, and same yeah. with uh, uh, Bumblebee himself. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it, it's very nostalgic, and probably, I, I can already hear the think pieces where it's like, oh, this, like, indicates something about nostalgia and whatever, like, this this reflects how much we need nostalgia to function or whatever, but, like, I don't know, it seems cute. Yeah, I, I, I like Serving Fully Loaded a lot, so I if, the, if this movie is even, like, a tenth better than that, I will still watch this movie. Yeah, I... Uh... And the casting is really smart because it really appeals to, that's part of why I said millennial Transformers. You have Haley Steinfeld and John Cena. Yes. (laughs) Haley Steinfeld, who like is one more movie away from being like my MVP of this year. Because it's like she's Spider-Gwen in Into the Spider-Verse and then she's in this movie. And I'm just like, why is everything that you want to see or that you're in look really good? Like, that's so weird. There was another movie that what was the one she was in with Woody Harrelson? Um, um, and just, oh, Edge of 17? Yeah. I, I caught like half of that on TV and it was adorable and she was really good in that. Yeah. Um, I so, love yeah. her. I just haven't like watched a lot of her stuff. So then Same. I'm kind of like, oh. And I really haven't followed her music career. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I might, I might be a Haley Steinfeld stan now. Except <laughs> now every time I read her name, I think of... Grace Helbig has a bit where she she would do videos where it's like, let me talk about the red carpet of uh, some award show and like review all of the outfits. And Haley Steinfeld was always part of that. And so she would she would introduce her by being like, Haley Steinfeld, Sternfield. <laughs> I don't know how to say your last name, but you're really pretty. Like that was always Aww. how it would go. And it was always adorable. 
And so I always just kind of mentally go through that gymnastics <laughs> in my head before I like actually read her name. But yeah, I'm like, why do I want to see Bumblebee? And why is Bumblebee now the same day that Aquaman comes out? Because I, I have a feeling they might change it. I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like they almost have to. Just do, like, um, a couple days difference or something. Yeah, that's all you really need. Like, honestly, people are still going to go see both. It's Christmas. It, it'll be Christmas season, and there won't be a Star Wars movie. So, like, people will kind of be looking for... It'll have to come out... I, I would give Aquaman and Bumblebee a couple weeks before Christmas, just because I know the one big Christmas movie will be Mary Poppins. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Totally so, about that. Yeah, and that being a Disney movie, it has your favorite guy in it. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's kinda... probably review that movie because yeah, um, yeah. It's just like the Christmas season is going to be really weird, and it feels weird to be like, let's talk about that already. But it, I mean, like that—that's the thing when every fucking trailer is out this yeah. week. Yeah. And even for stuff where it's like in 2019, and I'm like, it's only June. That's not a. That's not a real year. I'm like, it's, it's so far away. Please don't. Like, I, I can barely focus on the movies that we just had to deal with. And now you're already like, here's Lego movie and blah, 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 yep. blah. Which, like, yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see kind of how all this stuff looks. Like, every trailer that I've seen, I haven't watched all the trailers that have come out. I've mainly seen the ones that are kind of in, like, the nerd avenue of stuff. Oh, yeah. But, like, I like what I've seen. Me too. Yeah, I generally liked all of them i haven't seen one that i'm like oh that looks like crap really the, the only one that i'm really kind of underwhelmed about is the the lego movie one yeah that like i know i'll like it it's just same like the it doesn't trailer, have that charm of the first one it's not as like high energy to me yeah but like the cast is still lit and like the new cast that they have is lit so i'm just kind of like i will enjoy this but it, the the trailer, I need like more of the yeah. more, more footage to kind of be wowed by it. But yeah, it's just crazy. We and we don't even have Aquaman yet. That's just so crazy. No, I I feel like they're probably gonna wait till next week to yeah, drop it. Yeah, it will be next week. What else should we talk about? Well, do you want to go into your rant now, or are there uh, other little tidbits I'm of? Trying to think, I don't know. Um, I guess we can kind of just pivot into how disappointed I am at the entire Star Wars fandom. Um, just in general, like, yeah. before, before the last thing that I'm going to talk about, I will just talk about how I, I, I'm so sad that Solo isn't getting the attention it deserves. Like, I'll talk about things on, like, a more superficial level, and then I'll get into why I'm really pissed at the Star Wars fandom. But, like, the fact that everyone is still ignoring Solo and that it's now being deemed, like, a failure and all of that stuff. I just feel like we're in the Justice League era again of like... <sighs> but I feel like the narrative is a little reversed because the audience reception, <laughs> as small as it is, yeah. is all positive. It is, but it's no one's going to go see it. That's yeah. the thing, is that like, I've seen so many people on Twitter who have been like, yeah, I went to it second or third weekend, and the audience reaction was way more genuine. Like, people would gasp at stuff, or cheer, or do whatever, because they were like, genuinely surprised by how good it was. And I'm just like, I need more of that. I don't, I'm, I'm disappointed by all of the like, think pieces, and all of the little articles where it's like, here's how badly it failed at the box office, and here's how blah blah blah. 
And, like, honestly, considering the fact that I thought this movie was, like, doomed, the fact that it's only losing, like, $50 million, Disney can take the fucking hit. Yeah, they're gonna, they're, they're nearing the $2 billion mark. With Infinity War? Yeah. <laughs> and they haven't opened in China yet. So they're fucking fine. It's not like Disney's like, oh, no, we bet the farm on Solo. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna go bankrupt. You're fucking Disney. As we've seen with three different trailers this week, Disney will be totally fine. So it's just, yeah, yeah, it's just crazy to me that everyone's like, this dooms all the spin-off movies and this dooms the Star Wars franchise and blah blah blah. And I'm like, no, no. They already have so many things in development with Star Wars. It's not like this is going to kill the Star Wars universe. There's always an avenue for those stories. I do think there's an argument to be made, though, that the marketing campaign for Solo, like Disney put so much of their basket or their eggs in the Infinity War basket. And then they were like, oh, shit, Solo's like three weeks later. I guess we should promote that, too. But see, I wonder how much of that is actually left to Disney and Lucasfilm. Like, if if at the very top of Disney, they just kind of like, yeah, here's your budget. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Market it how you want. Like, there's, I wonder how much coordination there is because clearly Solo's marketing was not up to snuff. Um, it's also, it, it almost feels like they kind of played into the hand of the people who were like too cynical about The Last Jedi to an extent to be like, oh shit, these people were pissed off at Star Wars, so now we're not going to like overly remind them that there's another Star Wars movie coming out in six months. Almost. like That was almost it to an extent. And I'm like, I feel like general audiences would love this movie if they actually knew to give a shit and go see it. Like, it's just endlessly frustrating to me that like it kind of just got it is kind of being mentally shoved aside and all of that. Like, I don't know. I think it's, yeah, it's better. It's a shame because this movie, like we talked about on our last episode, go listen to that. Yeah. Um, it's really good. I want to see it again. Um, yeah. It's just, there's a lot of factors. I think it's not one singular thing to the quote, disappointing box office. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, it probably didn't hit the goals they were expecting, but the, and then this is kind of a general critique when you have these big blockbusters, the, the benchmark, the, the goalpost for deeming a successful box office is like this billion mark now. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've got to that point where these movies are so huge uh-huh. that the expectations behind it are also huge that if it doesn't make a billion, it's deemed a failure, Um, which is ridiculous that we're at that point because, okay, kind of a bad example, but Suicide Squad made three quarters of a billion. Yeah. And people are like, why are there's all these Harley spinoffs and Joker spinoffs? It's like, because it made a lot of money. Yeah. Of course they're going to want to continue cashing in on that. It made three quarters of a billion dollars. So, yeah, well, from, from like, from a money standpoint, of course they're going to make a Joker movie. Yeah. Um, so, but whether fans run it or not, but it's just, of course. 
Well, and then see, fans are going to see it, whether they think they want it or not. And then they're going to be like, why? They're not going to realize that they're part of the system that they're bitching about online all the time. But see, will they go see it, though? Because I think Star Wars is kind of the... So, well, but using the Joker, using the Joker movie as an example, I feel like people, it depends on what they do with the Joker movie. And if they even put Batman in there for like five minutes, like he was in Suicide Squad, there will be people who will hate watch that movie in the theater. And then they'll be like, I'm part of the problem, but I'm not part of the problem. And it's like, no, you, like, (laughs) there's not a question and answer that you fill out when you leave (laughs) a theater. Like, Warner Brothers is not going to listen to your bitchy tweets about how like you didn't like this one movie that you just paid 20 bucks to go see on Max. Like it's all just a system whether you like it or not but then all these people think that they can change it in ways that do not make sense at all. Yeah exactly. It's fandom is weird like that and what they choose to see and not see hate watch and not watch well i'm like yeah and i'm going back to star wars and the solo of it all it's just like i i don't know there's so many factors like you said i think the the goalpost keeps moving and i think this movie made more than enough money it's just the fact that it came out in a weird time to where star wars movies don't norm like haven't been coming out in the summer since like the prequels and and you have Infinity War and all these other things at the box office that had already come out, and, and, and. So it's like, there's yeah. so many factors. You can't boil it down to, like, oh, people didn't like Alden Ehrenreich. And it's like, yes, they did. Yeah. Like, people, are, like, mouth breathers are not going to look at that poster and be like, I don't know who that kid is, but I don't like him, so I'm not going. Like, they're yeah. not going to be that. I don't know. They're not going to be that cynical. People who don't spend every waking moment of their day on the internet are not going to have those thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, general audiences are where they get the bulk of the money. Um, exactly. Except for that. It's pure insanity. I saw this on Twitter yesterday. Some guy saw Infinity War 42 times. Yes. I, uh, it, I'm I, so confused. I, like, I don't know. I, I, I respect it. I don't get it. I feel like I would be sick of it that, at that many times. I would be, too. But, I, like, I, I cannot think of one thing that I've watched 42 times. No, absolutely. Except for, like, in like steamed ham videos. Other than that, <laughs> I have not seen anything 42 times. It, like... I don't know. I get I get having movies be like a comfort and I get going to rewatch them in a theater. I saw the first Guardians like five or six times. I've already seen Infinity War like four times in the theater. And but that part of that also was like showing it to different people every time that I went to see it or going and like recontextualizing different moments and different stuff. But 42 is just a lot. He's had to have seen it at least once. Okay, at least once a day and twice on the weekends. Yeah, because he he has tweeted, like, okay, second showing today, which, like, I can't do a second showing on the same day. I cannot do that. I I need, like, to go to sleep and then revisit the movie again. And the the cost of all of that, let's just say a ticket's $10, like, god damn, buddy. Maybe he has movie pass. Maybe. I don't know. 
yeah, it, it's just, I, I like, I respect it. I understand it to an extent, but yeah, it's just. There's it, a point where I get tired of it. Exactly. That's the thing. I w- around like showing number 20, I would be like, I don't like this movie as much anymore. Because if you listen, if you watch literally anything or listen to literally anything that many times, that will happen. I have like. What's new, pussy? Well, I was one of those people who like in middle school, I would. But had albums that I was like an active thing for me to see how many times I could listen to something over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And like, if you look at my really old, I some songs that I've played a thousand times. Oh, and good Lord. It was too. But at the time, I was great. Would shuffle between a couple of songs, but it would be like the same five or six songs a thousand mm-hmm. times, which is a lot. That's so. That's yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Just uh, fandom is weird. Let's go into my rant. Yeah, have uh, at it. Fuck the Star Wars fandom. Not all of the fandom. A lot of the fandom is great, but fuck the entitled assholes who think that they have a right to everything and don't understand the difference between fiction and reality to the point where Kelly Marie Tran had to completely leave social media and delete her entire Instagram because people are awful to her. Yeah. I just, it it, fucking, it disappoints me. It genuinely disappoints me that like, but I'm not surprised. It's just like, I'm, I'm mad that, there's like the people keep like limboing under the very low standards that are set. Yeah, ah. it, it's so sad that the bar is so low that uh, we're not shocked by this behavior. No, absolutely this, not. The Star Wars fandom is is so entitled. Yes, and they they claim ownership of this thing that is not theirs and it's never been theirs. Um, it's grown beyond the, the now middle-aged white guy demographic and they're easily threatened by having someone who doesn't look like them in their, their movies. And they just hate the way that their characters that I grew up with were treated. And it, it, it's so upsetting. I don't want to generalize like every middle-aged white guy Star Wars fan because some of my favorite people in the Star Wars community are middle-aged white guys, but they kind of know their place in the fandom and they're well aware of the fact that like the sandbox is big enough for everybody now and they appreciate that and celebrate it and embrace it. Whereas there's these other people that are every age group and all of that, but they're mainly kind of the basement dwelling neckbeards that cannot let this shit go. No. It's so frustrating. And, like, it's not the first time. Because, like, that's why Daisy Ridley isn't on social media anymore. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> but we've, like, gone, we've gone through all of this before. But with the prequels, it was with... What's his name? Um, yeah. Yeah, like, to the point where he has severe depression and anxiety and, like, gets panic attacks because of how mean people were to him. Like, no. It's, this fandom is so... They claim to really love this thing, but they treat the people involved with it like crap. 
they they completely misunderstand the context of what they're watching and like the methods of what they're watching and then they like they they don't practice what they preach basically they're kind of like i'm i'm the biggest fan of this franchise that's all about like hope and acceptance and all of that and then but then i'm gonna basically act like the emperor or whatever to be like a fucking asshole all the time. Star Wars is it's a movie. It's a goddamn kids movie. Well, and like Chill. Like there there's this thing I retweeted or that I'm going to read now um about like cuz part of it is, is like everyone's like I I hate Rose, which like I thought we got over this months ago. I thought we were done with people being like oh, I didn't I didn't like Rose's character arc or whatever. I didn't think it would actually lead to like real harassment. And yet here we are. Yeah. But, like this one tweet says, Rose is a fangirl who finds out that her idols are flawed and complex. And her response was to be so determined in her hope and idealism that she reminded everyone to be better as opposed to, you know, embittered harassment or something. That's the thing. Yep. No one understands what they should be doing. They're just kind of. It, it's uh, so funny how from Force Awakens to Last Jedi, there's this almost meta commentary Yes. On Star Wars fandom that goes right over their heads where you have Kylo Ren, who is the ultimate Darth Vader fanboy <laughs> who doesn't understand Vader's true story and idolizes him and will go to any lengths to live up to him. When it's like, dude, you're missing the point, man. Yeah. You have this weird idolization for a thing that doesn't exist. Yeah. And, and that's and that's kind of those neckbeard fans who idolize something that they're misconstruing it's the same thing like there's so many facets of that in that movie like with luke and everyone thinking they have entitlement and ownership over luke and not understanding that like the storyline needs to go where it needed to go and it totally fits his character even if it's shocking to you like it makes more sense and it's also something jj abrams set up (laughs) like by the way That's yep. the main thing. That's what still frustrates me is people is who are like everyone. Sh- yeah, everyone sh- on Ryan Johnson for for all the choices he made when he has to pick up the pieces of the mystery box that JJ left him. Exactly, because all the people who still are like, why didn't Luke come save Han when Kylo killed him, even though he comes to save him in the originals? And it's like because JJ created that fucking mystery box, and then Ryan gave a very good, albeit slightly, like down of an answer depressing answer but it's still an answer yeah and it makes sense but then all these people are just like because see uh, part of it is we have not seen a lot of these characters in live action yeah well decades we've had two three decades worth of expanded universe material where fans were beholden to that so they were presented something different that didn't meet their expectations and desires so it automatically is shit to them and they were they were like oh luke skywalker uh, was the character i wanted to be he was this great hero that i loved from the original movies and now he's just like oh he wanted to kill his nephew it's like ah, you didn't see the movie you're, you're very oversimplifying all of yeah. it it's just a, well, char- a character is allowed to have growth and flaws and development they they still expected this young heroic sage luke and and that's part of it with with rose is like i i'm always fascinated by her storyline and by how that played out and how it affects finn 
and all of that because it didn't really occur to me until I watched The Last Jedi a couple of times how selfish of a character Finn is. Because he's, he's very selfish. He's very in it for himself and for Ray. And then by being with Rose, he understands that there's more to the rebellion than just kind of saving your own skin. And that's the thing, is that's that's really good growth and it's a really good message to have and all of that. And yet like I don't get why Kelly is getting so much shit for this because she's such a delight like she is such a delightful person and I I don't get this amount of gatekeeping I don't get it at all I don't get why and like, months after the movies come out exactly it's just it's it's mind-boggling and it's frustrating to me and the people don't understand how Star Wars actually works like you're completely missing the point and I wish there was a way to be like this isn't for you anymore. You're like, you don't deserve this. But then that's yeah. kind of stooping to their low to an extent. But like, I don't know. The the toxicity just kind of needs to be weeded out, I feel like, of all of these people who say that they're done with the franchise now. Like like I, like we were saying, the people who like shat on The Last Jedi and didn't see Solo and they're just kind of starting all the anti-Lucasfilm bullshit and talking about Kathleen Kennedy. But like, we've been through this before. Those people just should not care then. I don't but, know. But they they have this hate care because we did this already with the goddamn fucking prequels. It's like, they ruined it. I'm only going to see this movie five more times and I'll be back when the next one's out. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very much like Star Wars. It's repeating itself. You know? The I, circle's complete. Uh, yeah. It just frustrates me. I just want... I don't know. I, I hope that Kelly knows that, like, the people who were attacking her are a small minority and yeah. like, everyone on the internet has been celebrating her over the past couple of days because she absolutely deserves it. I yeah, mean, the internet has become, like, the Kelly defense squad now. I love it. I am hoping to God. I saw a tweet that was basically, like, she should. She needs to get, like, the biggest applause at Star Wars Celebration. And like yeah. I will, I am hoping to God that that's what happens because she absolutely deserves it. And like, yes. yeah, it's just I, I want this fandom. I want the good parts of this fandom to try to like overshadow the bad parts. I want them to kind of overpower how nasty the small subset of people are being. Yep, because it just makes me sad. It makes me slightly embarrassed to be a star wars fan to an extent to see people stooping to this low but then i also remember that star wars is for everybody and these people are just a yeah. small subset yeah there are infinitely more good eggs in the fandom than there are bad ones thank god because yeah um i think that's it in terms of news and stuff yeah uh, uh I don't really uh, have much else. Um, yeah. There's movies out this weekend. Ocean's 8, Heredity, Hotel Artemis. Yeah. Won't You Be My Neighbor. Yeah. Heartbeats Live. So those are new releases this weekend. I'll go see. Yeah, go see movies. Yeah. Tell us what you think of those movies. And yeah. where can they uh, tell us what they <laughs> think of those movies? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Hey, it's Jenna Lynn. Um, you can find Chris on Twitter at the Chris Vito, and then you can find our show at Tomatoes Modipod. And we're on Gmail and Facebook and all of that as well. Yeah, so drop us a line if the kids are still saying that. <laughs> yes, drop us a line. 
you know, send us a send us a carrier pigeon. That works too. Yeah, um, but yeah, we will be back next week to talk about something. I don't know what. Hopefully, a full movie. Yes. One that's actually available to watch. Um, but yeah. Looking at you, Netflix. Yep. All right. Well, until next time, keep watching movies. Bye. Bye.